Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. All right. Welcome back, everybody. I am so excited to have Allie Brown back on the show today. She's one of the only people that we continue to invite back to the show. And every single time I hear from you all the amazing transformational shifts that you have in perspective and mindset, listening to these dialogues, Allie, I'm so excited to have you back. I didn't know that I'm one of the few repeat uh, offenders or yeah. <laughs> you are one of the very few repeat offenders. And actually, I Thank slowed you. down even bringing guests on at all um, because I don't want to bring people on just to bring people on. I want to be really, really careful about, like, you know, you know how this world is that yeah. we live in, Ali. And like, you know, it, it's like you want to protect your people kind of thing. And yeah. Totally. Yeah. I remember like when I was growing my show, there's a period that you're like, okay, we're just supposed to do this, right? We're supposed to get some great, and they're great guests and interesting people. But then you, you start really like, I think people are getting tired of the, how I built this conversation exactly. also. And they would rather have, um, you know, interesting conversations. And, and I know that probably just like you too, they want to hear more solos from you. I bet like they want to hear just yeah. more of your pontificating on things where they're at and like what you recommend and what your advice is. And yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's great to be back because you and I have a good rapport and then we seem to go right where it's needed. Yeah, yeah. So just for anyone that has not heard the previous episodes where Allie came on. So Allie was my first business coach. I was in her Elevate program in, I think it was 2013 and 2014. Uh, And I have been a client of Allie's. I was in her premier group. I'm now in her trust organization, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, But Allie is someone who has been a leader in the online space for so long, but she is a master of reinvention. And one of the reasons why I love having you back, you know, in from season to season, Allie, is that you always have a very wise and mature perspective from the outside in, I think, because you've been in the space, you've grown through the space, you've done all the things right you did like all the awards and you had the huge company and you did the mass you know the mass internet marketing thing and then you pivoted into boutique and then you stepped out of the coaching world completely and you built the trust and so i just think you bring a a really special and unique perspective that i think people can really benefit from and i actually was just recording an episode earlier today and i was talking about how one of the things i'm seeing in the online space is this severe lack of perspective because mm. everyone is, is in these little tiny bubbles of tunnel vision. And most of the people that are teaching things in the online space, they've only ever built one thing in one way. Yeah. And so, of course, they don't have context, right? It's like they only know the way yeah. that they know because it's the only thing they've ever done. And I think yes. the value that's so interesting about the dialogue and conversations that we've always been able to have over the years is like, You've kind of been there, done that in a lot of different ways, and you've been really intentional about these pivots and reinvention over the Mm -hmm. years. Always, you're always Mm -hmm. up to something, but we never know. Like right until it happens, there's always like a period of silence. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of go up the mountain and hide. You're right, like up the mountain in the cave, right? And then I come down. I'm like, I have something to share. Yeah, no, I love (laughs) it. I love it, and it's always like it's always a surprise, and it's always something uniquely different. You obviously released. 
you know, the, the new corporate program inside the trust that I think is still kind of just inside for right now. But, mm-hmm. you know, you always have something that is new and different. And, and one of the things you and I were chatting about before we started the show today, I was sharing a little bit how we're talking so much on the show about reinvention. You were talking about a really interesting thing that I, I want to dig into around the idea of the personal rebirth, right? Yeah. So talk yeah. to me a little bit, like how that's been coming up with your clients, what you're seeing, maybe some of the the key things that you would share with people that maybe feel like they're coming up on that or they're there right now and they're not quite sure what to do with that, right? Yeah, there's so many layers to this. It's fascinating. And I'm um, I'm working on a concept that for women business owners, I, I call the tunnel and I got that term. I want to give her credit to Alison Armstrong, who's early work on like men and women and like where I first kind of got my head around like the, the relationship between the sexes and stuff. And she talks about something that men went through in their life that that's been labeled as the midlife crisis. Right. But it's really more of a shift. Um, I remember she shared a shift from doing to being. Mm. And the majority of the women that I find come to me and that I work with who are like, are at these really interesting places or in these places of transition where they've already proven kind of, I think there's a stage that I know for me, it was like, I need to prove what I can do. Like check this out. I'm Ellie Brown, you know, and it was so fun. And we did all this stuff and things. And, and then, um, you know, you get to a point that it's new for us to understand the opportunities we have and that, making shifts is normal and expected, reinventing is normal and expected, wanting different things is normal and expected. And there's these layers to making these um, decisions, though, that I find that underneath can be even guilt Mm -hmm. and, and shame and like not wanting to carry through maybe the model that you thought you wanted, or that, you know, and, and we forget that this is normal. First of all, it's normal in business. But then for women, how we work cyclically, I really want them to understand that it's an exciting time. Oh, and I'm sure. curious if that resonates with you, what I just shared. Oh my shared. gosh, so much, so much. I mean, I, I think for me personally, my, my own experience has been about every two to five years, I go through like a major reinvention where like I'm doing mm-hmm. like a very strong change because I feel like I've outgrown what I was doing. And I also feel to your point about the personal rebirth alley. I turned 40 this past year and I I was doing some writing the other day and I was thinking to myself, this is the first time in my life I don't feel like I'm in a rush. I'm mm. not running anywhere. I'm not charging at anything. There's nothing left to prove. Doesn't mean I don't still have huge goals and I'm working towards them, but I feel like that shift from doing to being is huge. Yeah. Where you're finally like whatever you want to do and whatever you you want to accomplish, it's like you can be at peace with like just progressing towards that in like a a safe and and steady way versus yeah. the like loud banging and like running around and like right yeah yeah and then there's layers on it too like i wonder if this is also a theme of our time and the current time we're in but also add on to that the ages that we're at right because your 40s and 50s are bliss and like you, yes. you, you, you're, 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 know what you're interested in and not interested in. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like your sense of competition diminishes a bit and you realize, okay, you know, that's not, doesn't need to be part of the game uh, yes. as much maybe as it was in the beginning when you just scrappy and it was fun and fight. fight. And um, yeah. And so, you know, just for example, the few of the private clients I do still work with, you know, uh, two out of three of them are going through, you know, 
or have gone through an acquisition of their company. Yes. They're exploring now what they want to do next. Mm -hmm. They're um, at this place where it's like, okay, what is this really about? Yeah. And I know for me that that started when I had the kids. It's funny because you say elevate 2013. I'm like, that was 10. Ten years ago, oh my god! Uh -huh. Ten years ago, because my kids are ten. I'm like ten, baby, ten. You know, and um, I was like, wow, that's when I knew that was a catalyst for making a change. I at that time probably wouldn't have been brave enough to do it, but it had started to percolate. You know, like yeah. wanting to make the change, and so yeah. you know, if you're watching this or listening to this right now, I'm sure you're giving this. Uh, message and the other shows you're doing too is like give yourself permission to step back gain perspective which is what you mentioned which is why people don't get that perspective they're in it so much yes. and so myopic and have a breath and kind of look at what's going on in not only your industry and your market and uh, but like where where are you right now in your life like where do you want to be and go and do and i know for me it was incredibly, um, God, excruciating to give myself permission to do that. And even now I'm doing it again. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing it again, you know? Yeah. And I'm kind of like, when does this end? And I realize I just think this is the cycle, right? Yeah. This is the cycle where we take the breath and mm -hmm. uh, want to do things deliberately and with intention and with yeah. great joy. Yeah. I love that. And I, I think one of the things that I realized in talking more about this that I think can be really powerful for people too is like, I think most of the time when people go through like a big pivot or reinvention or, you know, rebirth, a lot of times it's like because they're super burnout, something isn't working, they're frustrated with the business, like all of those things. I think that if you flip the script on that and you look at your career as something where it's not this, it's not one long line. It's these seasons and like each season has like a spirit and it has a form mm -hmm. and it has something unique about the way that you're approaching it. And like, I know for me, like I'm, I'm, I'm always going to keep reading. I'm never going to stay where I am doing the same thing for a long time. There may be things at the core that stay the same, but like things will change. I think if you give yourself permission to just be okay, like I'm, I'm going to intentionally keep reinventing because I'm not the same person that I was yeah. five years ago. It's a completely yeah. different feeling because I agree with you, Allie. I think a lot of people feel so much shame when they built something and then they don't want to do it anymore or they yeah. feel like very stuck in the business that they've created and they want to go in a new direction. And it's like all mm -hmm. these emotions and feelings and overwhelm of like, what do I do with this? You know, I want to be over here, but now I'm over here. And I think like, embracing that and but but i will also say my observation and i'm interested in your feedback on this as well obviously 2023 has been a year that so many people are closing their businesses and they're leaving the online space in droves right and it's crazy and for people like us it's like it's not any harder now than it was before the pandemic like this is you know mm. what i mean but i feel like for a lot of people that had their first big win during these couple easy tell years. me about this though because i've heard people talking about it have there been like big name people saying i'm done or like I'm, I don't, I'm not following like, oh really a, a, a pretty a pretty significant amount of people um and i'm talking people that have established brands and establishes seven multiple seven figure businesses not just small small businesses so anyway um i i think that um being nimble in your mindset and and looking at your career not in a straight line but in these seasons of growth and change mm -hmm. 
allows you to have the freedom when you start to get the mm -hmm. instinct and intuition that maybe there's an incongruence and maybe it's not working anymore the way that it was. And, and maybe it's because you don't anymore resonate because you're not the same person, like listening yeah. to that instinct, because I always say it's either disrupt or be disrupted. Like if you keep going along the same path, but you no longer are actually bought into what you're doing, someone's going to come along that has the energy and conviction that is earlier on in that cycle. And they're going to, to take your business away. Like it's just, it's like eat or be eaten, right? But if you mm -hmm. align your business with where you actually are, season of life, what is important to you? What do you actually want to do now? What do you actually want to talk about? Like I know for me, and I, I know for you, Allie, it's been this way too. Like you get to a point where you've been doing something for a certain amount of time and you're like, I actually can't have this conversation one more time. <laughs> like, like, I don't care if you will pay me $10,000 for 30 minutes of your time. Like, yeah, yeah. I am done having this conversation, right? You just yeah. outgrow it. And I think what happens is a lot of times you have that instinct and you have that feeling, but I think then people like kind of freeze and they're like, mm -hmm. what, you know, I don't know. What's your perspective on that? Yeah, totally. And then you feel guilt. And I, you know, I remember one of my early mentors was Dan Kennedy. He's always like, there's always a price, you know, you could, <laughs> you know, like, like that, that, that old school mentality is like, you know, you just charge enough that it's worth it. You have the freaking conversation. And I remember him coaching some, some dentist or in a dental practice. And he had his, he told him to put a sign in his, you know, uh, private office that said, you can stand anyone for 30 minutes, you know, like, like you can get through any client for 30 minutes. Those guys cracked me up. I saw so many stories about like how they coached. I was like, oh, make a note of that one. But I don't think I want to, you know, um, oh I do God. things differently. But yeah, there gets, it, it becomes so, it becomes such a shock almost to your frequency once you start shifting mm -hmm. that it does feel like so foreign to go back or go over here and then kind of immerse yourself in that work, that world again you know, mm -hmm. and have those conversations. And, you know, we're not um, diminishing where any business owner is at. And but here's the mm -hmm. thing, ladies, like, there's hundreds of 1000s of coaches who can go help you like, like, we're not the mother Teresa of coaching, like, yeah. you know, we don't we're not helping the poor huddled masses, like, you know, th there's, there's so many, here's why you have to remember as a woman, we feel like we're abandoning people too. Mm -hmm. And we, we want to be liked and all this stuff kind of figures into this, that you don't want to say no to business or yeah. you want to be super clear where you're going next. And people will be upset. I had people upset that I stopped talking about marketing. Like they wrote handwritten letters to me that I was talking now about more leadership. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know what to tell you poor people. Like you need to yeah. go where else can you come on about marketing there's anywhere, lots of people you know? that are teaching yeah yeah 100 yeah, so i think for me it was a it's a it's a huge frequency shift but it's often terrifying because you're making these shifts at the same time of just deciding okay but you know i really like this revenue right so like where how do i recreate that over here yeah with that much uh can i create yeah. that with joy and with a different model that's the terrifying part yeah. and so that's a bit of that transition as well yeah, I mean, it, it's a huge part. And I think that it comes back to courage and having faith in yourself, because if you build it once, you acquire the knowledge and the skills to be able to do it again, but to do it differently and and built on the wisdom and, and experience that you had. And I know like you've walked away from very large amounts of, you know, income. So have I. 
right? And and I've done it in different ways and you did it in different ways. Like you had a huge, you know, huge massive program and you were like, one day you're like, this is it, you know, this is not gonna be part of my future, right? This isn't just, it's not part of my vision going forward. And, you know, I very much did that with bringing in, you know, the executive staff because I did not want to be in the day to day of the coaching company anymore. I was like, mm -hmm. I, I, I want to continue to help people to get these results, but I've operationalized the content. It doesn't need to be me. Um, I have skilled people on the team. It's, it, it looks differently for everyone, but I, I definitely think that for everyone listening, there is a price that you pay like to do what you want to do and to do how you want to do it and you probably will lose some income in those transitions but you have to have faith and trust in yourself that like how much is that income costing you in your happiness and you know what what does it need to look like and then if you did it once you can do it again you're just going to do yeah. it differently built on the wisdom and knowledge that you had from what you what you did before you know, totally. we're, we're scared that it feels going backwards, right? We're scared that it feels like we're going smaller or retreating. Yeah. And, she, you know, you're on Allie Brown, I should always be doing things bigger, you know, like, yeah. it, it, a lot of that kind of came with that. And so it's, it's such a huge conversation. There's so many layers to it. But you know, if you're, if you're watching or listening to this, I just encourage you to start making notes, you don't need to make any quick yeah. moves right now, or big moves, but just start noting like, where you think you'd really have fun going to, Yeah, you know, don't worry about the how yet, but just start with, oh, I'd love to do that. Or I have this project I've always wanted to do, or do this kind of work with clients or not work with clients at all. Maybe sell stuff online and like be anonymous and get off the internet, which sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, boring businesses have their, boring businesses definitely have their appeal, don't they? There is nothing right. wrong with quietly making a lot of money. Like I don't, and lots you know, of people funny, do. We all, we all were launched into this stratosphere of personal brands mm -hmm. and, and, and social. And like, think about in the timeline of history, like where were we all kind of like, we were born into this time and launched into this time and, and became business leaders in this time. Yeah. And a with that comes a lot of this unspoken kind of pressure to yep. remain extremely visible, extremely on top. Um, and that's, that's something that I see people struggling with as well. It's very interesting. Oh, for it's sure. It's so loaded. This is yeah. so loaded, this conversation. Yeah. Well, but that's what I mean about perspective. I mean, listen, there's people that own parking lots that make millions of dollars. You're not sitting on live streams <laughs> on social media all day. There's people that, that own dry cleaners, people down the street from me in a extremely wealthy area. They, they just, they just sold off five of their laundromats. Like there, there are lots of people making millions and millions and millions of dollars running normal everyday businesses. No one knows their name. They're completely yeah. anonymous. They're not working online. They're just collecting the checks. They're not working yeah. in the day to day of the business. They're not on site every day. And that's what I mean about the lack of perspective. And I think that's one of my goals as I go forward is really like bringing in these different perspectives from outside this little itty bitty bubble, because I think that's the other thing is like, not everyone is meant to be on camera four hours a day every day. I don't think any of us were meant to be on Zoom eight hours a day. I can say that for sure. No wonder people are losing their minds, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, for me, I think that's what took me down the path of really wanting to build multiple companies because now I have these other businesses that they don't need me and my face isn't on it and they can sell without me and I'm not a part of that. So there's like, there's a pathway, right, right for the future. But I think that one, I, one of the things that I also see, Ali, is like, I think having foresight and doing planning is really important. And I don't think there's a lot of that. Like for me, when I started that transition, 
with building these other companies and wanting to start thinking like an asset-based thinking instead of like Kelly, the person like building things, mm -hmm. I knew this would be like a five to 10 year process, right? People don't want to do it because it's a longer game. Yeah. It's a longer they? game. There's no instant gratification, but it's possible yeah. for anyone. Like, you know what I mean? It's possible for any of us, but it's like, being willing to take a step back from the instant gratification to do something. And you did this with the trust. Like when you came out with the business model for the trust, like you were completely like introducing a new concept. Like there's no way you mm -hmm. could have thought in your mind that this is going to be like an overnight thing. Like you were introducing something that you had to like, yeah. you were bringing a new idea in a completely new way to the market. And I feel like your perspective well, I remember actually, I remember when you introduced it and you were talking about how this was your legacy play. And you were saying like, this is, I, I'm stepping out of being like Ali, the CEO and the coach and all of those things. And now I'm a founder. And you were like, this is my new mm -hmm. role, right? But you had that, that long-term view and perspective from the inception. Yeah. Right? And that was new for me. And I had to kind of undo that pressure of like, we need to launch yeah. this big, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like it, it, I knew that this would be an evolution, yeah. right? And treating it differently than you would typically within our limited industry, which what people, what people don't realize is like this, the myopic view yes. of like coaching, consulting online. I want you on this. If you can't see me, I'm uh -huh. putting my hands like so tight. There's a little, little lane and you're wearing blinders or like one of those VR things. Is even yes. Like nothing's real. That's and, it. and it's, it's, it's breaking out of that. And so it's so important. And one of the things that I, I did with, with the trust, like that was so important to me is to have women from so many different types of businesses, yeah. industries, models, you have women with yeah. products, you have women with services, you have women from all walks of life yeah. and everywhere. Just, but everyone's reached a certain point. So man, they've done the work, you yeah. know, and they can all share with each other. And that brings such different views to things. Yeah. Such different views. It's just yeah. so important. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what would be a couple just reminders or perspectives, tips that you would want to give to someone that's listening today that's like, yeah, I've been thinking about my business, but maybe I need to also consider like, where am I, right? Like, where am I mm. in my own rebirth, my own you know, next season of life, like what, what would be some tips that you would share maybe just from some of the conversations that you're having behind the scenes with other people yeah. that are going through that? Take note, you know, we're also trained to be super positive and everything's okay, but take note of what you're resenting. Mm -hmm. We don't give ourselves permission for that as women. We're like, sure. no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> you, yeah. you, you need to like, take a note of things that for you're sure. feeling resentful about right now. Because yeah. for, I know for me, that was, it was almost as if like, I didn't have room to start thinking of what I even wanted, mm -hmm. but I definitely was feeling overflowing with things like, oh man, I can't believe I'm still doing this after 15 years or, you know, whatever it is yes. in, in your business or your company or whatever, start making note of those things. That was the first step for me. Yeah. The next thing I want, I think you need to do, and it's hard. And I, I used to give this advice before kids and I'm so sorry if I made it seem flippant. Um, cause now I have kids and I'm like, Oh my God, I can't get, I, I was, my advice was go away by yourself for like, you know, a little retreat, like a week or like, yeah. and now I'm like, maybe it's a day, right? Like maybe it's a day, sure. but having that perspective, getting out and being somewhere where you have, you know, bring a journal glass of wine. I tell clients like check a new hotel. Honestly, this is what yeah. I, I would do when I could. And the whole first day, you'll probably sleep. I'm just warning you. And, you, and you'll feel bad about that. Yeah. <laughs> but you need to sleep. 
Yeah. Second day, you may wake up just with some new ideas and just like percolate on things and just make start making notes of even if they seem nuts, like I'd love to do this or I want to do that or here's what's been calling to me or there's some clues kind of dropping in my life about where I want to go. Just those two things alone um, yeah. are great starting steps. And then from there, you know, I still do work with a few private clients, but it's it's a process and things are kind of unveiled. Um, yeah as you go through it. But those yeah. two will kick things off for you. Yeah, for sure. I love that. That's it's it's great advice. And it's it's that's the stuff that we don't give ourselves permission to do, though. Mm -hmm. Taking mm -hmm. a day, taking two days to think about what the F you want to do with the next 10 years of your life hmm, mm -hmm. seems reasonable, but we don't do it. Right. So I think yeah. that's such good advice because I think it's very hard also when you're hitting up against that ceiling or whatever it is for you like it is very hard to have that perspective in the day-to-day -day because of what you just said the frustration of the things that you're dealing with constantly that are kind of energetically you're in a different frequency where you're not in this like solution creation imagination mode you're in this like transaction mode of just dealing with it right mm -hmm. so i think that step back is really really important it's great advice yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so we have the trust meeting coming up in September. I love yes. the trust. Um, and so I would love just if you want to share a little bit about the September meeting that we have coming up and just a, a quick explanation of what the trust is for anyone yeah. that's not already familiar. So over the years, you know, I saw and, and was um, pretty too and creating, you know, like many of these like mastermind models. And there's a lot of great models out there. And there's 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 groups for whatever you need pretty much. Yeah. What I saw that was missing was something that would be an ongoing community for women who have reached the million dollar plus mm -hmm. levels. And because it is a different conversation there. Mm -hmm. And it's actually an underserved market, though, unfortunately, which yeah. I'm, because so few women get there, you know, there's a few great nonprofit organizations, things like that. There's ways, yeah. but nothing that felt like a tight community. And all these women were coming to me going like, where do I go now? And I'd send them to some of these orgs and they're like, oh no, this isn't what I yeah. want. I want like, like what you had. Yeah. And so the trust is that community. And we have around 50 members yeah. from all over. Um, we have two main meetings a year. The, the next one's coming up in September. You can get all the dates and info at jointhetrust.org. Jointhetrust.org. We have an invitation call coming up, but I think this may air after that. But we'd be happy to talk to you individually if you want to reach out. And I know our members tell us that just there's still nothing like this anywhere, like the bonding, the generosity, which you yeah. don't see in a lot of other groups. There's there's zero competitiveness. Like yeah. no one really puts on airs. Um, you know, everyone's just at a certain level and they kind of open the books and they're like, okay, let's help each other. And it's fantastic. My favorite session we do is those like where we're learning from each other and teaching each other and doing that peer learning. And and so Sunira Madani is our guest speaker in um, at the September meeting. She built Stacks, which is like a, a fintech unicorn. She sold it. It had a billion dollar valuation. She has an incredible story. She's joining us. She's a daughter of Pakistani immigrants. Um, just I really love the the guests who have a lot of story. And there was like um, a bit of adventure to how they became. Yeah who they are. And she's going to bring that to us in September. And then we're working on our next meeting in, uh, it's in the spring in Naples and the dates are on jointhetrust.org as well. So ladies, if you're at that level and you're interested, yeah. or you know, someone who is, please have them reach out. We'd be happy to talk with them and see if it's a fit. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a great organization. I love it. I tell Ali I come and it's like my escape. I get to come and just relax and just like make new business friends, basically. Um, yeah. And it's, it's awesome. It's it's a great community. It's a great organization. And I, I love what you've done with it. So you, you guys can check out jointhetrust.com and follow Ali on Instagram. She has really snarky, awesome stories that I very much <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> I got to get back on there. I've been like laying low for you a while. You got to stay like, consistent like, with that. I love do, the snarky Do you like stories. my stories? Do you read them? Like the, oh, I love you the stories. The, the funny ones? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. That's that's the best part. But um, yeah, it was great to have you back on the show, Allie. We appreciate you. Guys, make sure you follow Allie on Instagram. Check out jointhetrust.com. And uh, it was great to have you here. It's great to catch up. Great to see you too. I'm going to get back um, to the pool with the kids. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you back here soon. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week.